Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. And welcome to Earth Day 2021. How are you, everybody? Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yonke tickled to share it with you. And I'll be sharing a message about how Earth Day is very, very close to Wisconsin when it comes to its origins. That story is coming up. Also, if you're looking for a creative gift for Mother's Day or for those new graduates, the Something Special from Wisconsin program is there to help. Talking about that with Lois Fetterman from the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Major milk production numbers released yesterday. Wisconsin saw its March milk production go up 4% compared to a year ago. And you know what? That wasn't the biggest gain that a state saw. We're going to be discussing that with Cody Costers from uh, Rice Dairy, now part of the Ever Ag Group. He'll be joining us live before we finish up today. So a lot of ground to cover. Let's talk about weather for Earth Day 2021. Tell you what, it is going to reveal a little bit more sun today than what we had yesterday. Daytime highs right around 59 degrees. Tonight down to 41. For Friday, clouds back in the forecast in 55. Saturday, clouds and 60 degrees. But we're crossing our fingers that the beginning of next week we'll get back to above normal temperatures. Stuma, coming up with your forecast details. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Wisconsin, of course, is famous for many beverages, milk being number one. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, but our German immigrants have also made uh, beer. Not a bad option in Wisconsin either, and more and more people are starting to produce wine in Wisconsin from their own grapes. And uh, Josh, you had a chance to uh, talk to some folks that are, well, turning some old property into a pretty nice winery operation, didn't you? I did, Bob. And first and foremost, I will say milk, beer, wine, whatever it may be. I'm a fan of all three. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And yes, a woman by the name of Erin Rasmussen. She is originally from Wisconsin, but she is trained all over the world in the art of winemaking. And her and her parents zeroed in on an old garden center in Mineral Point, located in Iowa County. And they decided that they wanted to turn it into a state-of-the-art winery. Well, the Wisconsin... Economic Development Corporation thought that was a pretty good idea as well and awarded the Rasmussen family with a $250,000 grant. It's a grant through uh, WEDIC that focuses on um, community development of smaller towns in, um, in Wisconsin. And so they were looking for projects that were going to um, help the town um, grow, basically. And so for us being located in Mineral Point, which is already um, has, has a fair amount of tourism, uh, putting a winery in, in the central business district area um, would absolutely enhance that 
um, for the town. So it's a tandem project between American Wine Project and the city of Mineral Point. Um, and, um, and then Weedix involved from the, the um, grants, you know, applying, basically. <laughs> they're, they're the ones who are giving out the grants. So, Aaron, I can imagine that this was probably a really lengthy process. If they're doling out a quarter of a million dollars to a project, I have to believe there's a lot of paperwork involved. So what was that process like? And then when did you guys actually find out that you were receiving the grant? We found out, um, I think, at the end of last year, although the weeks and months are flying by, um, as I'm sure everyone has, has experienced this past year. Um, but it was a pretty long process. Um, we'd known about the grant for about a year, pretty involved application processes, many of them can be. And so we started our application in June of 2020, I think. Um, and it took about four months of working with our LEDIC liaison and um, the city of Mineral Point's um, clerk to get everyone all of the information that they needed. Let's talk about the actual project itself. So from what I understand, like I said before, this is a old garden center that is going to be converted into a winery. Yeah, the building has been several different things. It was originally built as an outbuilding for the former Mineral Point High School, which is located just a couple of um, properties um, uh, down the street. And it was built for their um, agriculture classes and their industrial arts classes, so welding, um, woodworking, auto, things like that. Um, And then the garden lot originally was, um, it's called the pig lot. So there were pigs on the lot before they would head to the slaughterhouse. So it's, it's great because a lot of the community members walk in and they have memories of, you know, football practice in the pig lot after there weren't any pigs there anymore. It was part of school, but, or having classes in the building, but it's a, it's a clear span metal building. So it's a pretty basic building. And um, so after the school sold it, they sold it to a, um, to a person who ended up turning it into a landscape nursery. So they had these beautiful gardens planted and it was pretty busy um, uh, garden store. And then it was, Sold again a few years ago, and then most recently it was rented to Upland Hills Health for a gym center. So they had all the workout machines in there and everything, uh, and then we purchased it um, in August of 2019. I've seen renderings of this thing. It looks like it's going to be amazing, and I'm curious to know, will it be able to house your entire supply chain as far as growing the grapes and then even bottling the wine and distributing it like that? Well, I mean, supply chain, we're not planting any grapes there. Um, it's not a good site for a vineyard. So we're keeping the gardens as is, and we'll, we'll rehabilitate. There's a man-made pond and a waterfall feature, which dates back to the landscape company. So we'll, we'll make that work again. Uh, but all the grapes that I use come from uh, vineyards that are located in Wisconsin. And then there's a couple in Iowa and Minnesota as well. But they're all people who have uh, committed to farming grapes. Um, and so I buy grapes from them, and we make the wine on site at the winery. And then uh, I guess the the end of the supply chain is our consumers, our guests, who will be able to come in for tastings starting uh, in, I think, by June we'll definitely be able to be open. We may open a little bit earlier than that. Um, so from a from a winery standpoint, it's it's wonderful to be able to have the space for a tasting room. 
And uh, for us, it, you know, it was a goal of mine to have enough outdoor space where people could enjoy being outdoors and feeling like they had, you know, a lot of space to run around. And, you know, with COVID this year, it's even even more valuable to have that sort of space for people to keep their social distancing up as well. Wisconsin winemaker Aaron Rasmussen is along with us right now on the Midwest Farm Report. Aaron, what is your hope with this new winery project that you have in Iowa County? Looking down the road a year, two years, what do you hope happens with this? Well, I hope that uh, it, it becomes a hub for our neighbors in Mineral Point and the surrounding towns, Dodgeville, Platteville. Uh, I feel like it's a space they can come with their families, that they can be, you know, regular guests of. And uh, and then from a winemaking standpoint and, and you know, looking a little bit further afield, um, I'm hoping that the wines find their way all over the country and that we see visitors come in from places like Chicago or, um, you know, if somebody has moved away and then they come back to Wisconsin to visit and this is a destination for them because they've, they've heard about the, the wines that are being made there. I mentioned that you're a winemaker, but this is not just like, oh, I like making wine in my kitchen. You're a legitimate winemaker that has been all over the world. I have, yes. I spent a lot of time in California. Uh, in 2008, I moved to Napa to intern for a small winery, uh, which is the way a lot of people get into the industry if, you know, they're not, especially if they're not from, for example, Napa Valley. It's basically all hands on deck. So it's cleaning, it's it's helping make the wine, and it's a really busy season. So uh, the number of people that are needed to do that uh, increases dramatically. So, uh, so I went out and got my hands dirty and uh, realized that, that winemaking was something that um, – that I didn't know I was looking for. <laughs> so I immediately worked another harvest season uh, in the opposite um, hemisphere. So I finished up in November, and then by February I was in New Zealand for their harvest season, which starts at the end of February, early March, um, and then bounced around a little bit through California working in uh, different internships and ended up going back to New Zealand for graduate school uh, at a university near Christchurch, which is um, well-known in the Southern Hemisphere um, for their wine program. So I spent two years there and then moved back to California full-time for a few years. And um, there's a lot of different reasons why I decided to come back to Wisconsin. Um, one is that I miss living here. Uh, my family's still here. And I have a really, uh, some would say, stubborn approach to things. So I wanted to do something that, that people thought was challenging and that was a little unique. And that was working with our cold climate grapes but treating them as if I were making high-end California wines. Um, so it's it's been a, a wild ride so far. The grapes that we can grow here are incredibly diverse and interesting and unusual, and I think they're they're poised to delight and impress people who are um, unfamiliar with them um, and are educated in wine. Um, so it, it was more of like a curiosity slash challenge slash uh, experimentation sort of decision, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I like to get my fingers in everything. So whereas in California, I'd be working as a production winemaker, basically operations here. I'm involved with the, the grape growing, the winemaking, the marketing, the sales, the hospitality. It's, it's all rolled into one big ball. And that's really what I was looking for. So you did some globe trotting and then you came back to Wisconsin. It's where you're from. 
But th- there had to be other reasons, and I'm sure that Wisconsin having a strong and really up-and-coming wine industry was one of the things that kind of reeled you back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the fact that there's so many wineries and so many vineyards here was really um, was was really helpful for me to feel confident moving back here to, to, to do this project. Um, and the people who are growing grapes, are very experienced and to be honest you know you can learn a bunch of theory but you're always going to learn best when you're farming your site because the your site selection is the biggest impact on your grapes so even if i had farmed grapes you know forever and ever in california as soon as i moved here everything's different we get more rain the soil's different you know our latitude's different so uh i've been so impressed with the people who have put the plants in the ground in our uh managing them year in and year out. Um, and then the winemaking side, you know, they're working with flavors and aromas and acids and chemistries that are really different than what the global wine industry brain is familiar with as well and have come up with some really interesting uh, styles. So there's a lot of creativity out there, which is really exciting. And uh, I've just been so impressed with the people that I've been working with since I moved back. So I think that there's a little bit... Of, well, there is room for growth everywhere, um, but I think that there are a few techniques or thought processes that I would like to apply to uh, viticulture here. Um, and then I have a few different ideas about winemaking that um, I don't necessarily see across the board necessarily, I guess. I, I haven't talked to every winemaker in the state. Um, but, it, you know, what what ends up being is every person's wine is different. Every person's wine appeals to different people. And um, and what I hope to do is, is just be a little different and make great wine. <laughs> well, I think that's a pretty good mantra to have. That's Erin Rasmussen. She is a winemaker right here in Wisconsin. And she, along with her parents, were able to secure a $250,000 grant from the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation to turn a old garden center that is currently sitting vacant in Mineral Point, located in Iowa County, and transform it into a state-of-the-art winery. Rasmussen says she doesn't know exactly when it's going to be open yet, but she is hoping sometime in the very near future. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another rig your ride idea from Madison Auto Trim. When you're hauling something, you don't want to be constantly looking in the rearview mirror for reassurance. The correct trailer hitch makes certain that your boat, camper, or trailer will always be connected behind your vehicle safely. Our vehicle-specific trailer hitch packages include hitch wiring and installation. Madison Auto Trim and Accessories. Affordable luxury you deserve to have. Improve what you already got and rig your ride with Madison Auto Trim. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. 
When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a lazy boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to lazy boy. That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a lazy boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngkey. Well, if you're just joining us, happy Earth Day. Wisconsin's got a pretty close connection with Earth Day. We're talking more about that as the morning unfolds. Let's talk weather now. Stu Muck, ag meteorologist, joining us this morning. Things improving out there today? I, it looks like we've got more sun on the way. Oh, yeah, more sun, nicer temperatures, absolutely. Certainly not some of the snow that fell over in eastern, especially southeast Wisconsin yesterday. High pressure strengthening off to the southwest. And even then, there are still a few scattered flurries here and there in western and even far southern Wisconsin and a frosty start. But we are going to see an improvement, some sunshine today, temperatures that will be still a bit cooler than normal, but a lot closer than we've been lately. A small weak front could lead to a bit of a rain chance just into Friday. Then again, maybe a bit later Saturday, temperatures do their best to at least stay in the 50s now, even into the weekend, and they warm into early next week, but more moisture comes around then. I'll have forecast details right after this. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They they just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, let's have that forecast then, Stu. All right, a frosty start, but mostly sunny skies are expected today. A lot of mid and upper 50s, maybe 55 or 56 in the east and closer to 60 in the west. The west winds 5 to 15. Clouds build in tonight. We fall toward the upper 30s. Western Wisconsin may see a little sprinkly shower late in the night with southwest winds at 5 to 10. That chance of a few sprinkly showers slides east through the state tomorrow. Mostly cloudy in the low 50s. South winds at 5 to 15. Even Saturday, mostly cloudy. Could be a little light rain, especially east and south in the afternoon. Upper 50s, though, start showing up everywhere. 
But we cool it again just into Sunday, Pam, low 50s, and all of a sudden upper 60s with some sun Monday and then some rain heading toward Tuesday, Wednesday. All right. Uh, heavy rain? Well, right now it would appear to me to be a few tenths of an inch looking out that far, but eh, give it another day. We'll have a much better idea. All right. We will give it another day. Happy Earth Day, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Take care. All right. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, lay it out for you as far as a Thursday forecast is concerned. And the good news, improving temperatures as we go forward, uh, front part of next week. Don't forget, rainfall reporters, get ready. Want you to talk or text any rainfall, 877-301-3276. Midwest Farm Report's Talk Text Line. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system the battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Thump. That jolting experience when you hit a pothole. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Protect your tires from uneven wear with a front-end alignment from Tom's Auto Center. It's also a free service when you purchase a new set of tires. And you'll be driving straight the way you should be. Stay safe, drive safe. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Tom's Auto Center. Take a chill pill. Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. Do you battle stress, anxiety, or depression? You need to know about our top-selling product, Chill Pill. Chill Pill is a natural supplement with a simple herbal blend that works. Infused with magnolia bark to reduce cortisol for stress relief, L-theanine to calm the mind from anxious thoughts, and the amino acid 5-HTP to balance your serotonin levels and uplift the mood. Has anyone ever told you that you need to take a chill pill? Well, now you can for less than a dollar a day. After everything that we have all gone through this last year, we all need a chill pill. Talk to our wellness consultants today to see if chill pill is right for you. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup. Or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County. Free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. So you're starting to get excited for those face-to-face events. Well, guess what? McFarland's is there to help. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for McFarland's. 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City or online McFarland's.net where you can take a look at all the options they offer in their rental department. You've got a big event coming up and you want to safely distance. McFarland's can help you out for those weddings, those outdoor gatherings, graduation parties, whatever you've got. Jump online McFarland's.net or call them 643-3321. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something 
that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Whether it was Joe DiMaggio or Jackie Robinson. Rosa Parks or Sally Ride. Bogart or Brando. You're just the right age to do something important that you can be remembered for. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Today, people of all ages and even with health conditions can sign up to donate the gift of life. And it's so important. Every age, every ethnicity is needed. If we all signed up, imagine the lives we could save. The families we could help. So whether you admire John Wayne or James Dean, Robert Redford or Roberto Clemente, Elvis Presley or Ella Fitzgerald, do something important that could make a real difference and change lives. Get the facts today and register to become an organ donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov. Or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Uh, how about this? I'm looking at um, the way, is it way too early though? The hot seat in college football. Uh, a couple names here quick. Kirby Smart out of Georgia, they say, is on the hot seat out of CBSSports.com. This article comes from Clay Helton, USC's coach. I feel like he's always on the hot seat. Yeah, Lincoln Riley, yeah. Oklahoma. And then here you go. Here's your, um, here's your Big Ten flavor. Three coaches on the hot seat in the Big Ten. Number one they have out of the Big Ten, Jim Harbaugh. Hired, obviously, in 2015 with one goal in mind to win a national championship, or I should say beat Ohio State, which he has yet to deliver on. Didn't they just restructure his deal? Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest they're, thing. Yeah. They're never going to fire him. No, he's like, he's, he is Michigan. and Right, and that's it. Like, they're not, they're going to hope he does well enough that an NFL team comes and takes him away. He hasn't even won the Big Ten East yet. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they can't admit they made another mistake. Andy's a Michigan man. He, the <laughs> school just... is not going to fire him. They're hoping he moves on. I think it's hilarious because Jim Harbaugh, which when you see the guy in some of his interviews, I feel like you're either going to run through a brick wall for that guy and be super jacked to play for that guy, or you're absolutely going to hate him. It's, yeah. It, there's no, there's no different. There's no, yeah, exactly. You're either a hundred percent on his side or a hundred percent against him. Or you see him take off his shirt while throwing a football around with a bunch of high school. Or you kids. see him take a player's blood and he like wipes it under his eyes and his head. Like he's playing football. You're like this guy is insane. Well, I feel like as a player, if he comes in with your parents and sits down on your coach or on your couch yeah. as a, as a head coach for Michigan football, 
you know instantly within five minutes whether you want to be on his team or whether you never want to see that guy again. <laughs> I yeah. had I knew a um well I know a guy his son uh, went to Minnesota for a college visit to play football and it was PJ Fleck and he's like this guy is the biggest donkey I've ever met in my entire life. He's like, yeah. He's like, no, my kid will not. And the kid too was like, no, like my kid will not be playing for PJ Fleck. Yeah. It's just no. And Harbaugh's that guy. It's like Harbaugh. I can see liking him. Like he's like. He's like that crazy guy that could get you fired up, but if that's not your type of individual, like PJ Flex, a used car salesman, Jim Harbaugh is like this, like yeah. this, this guy's got cool stories. He's a little crazy. You're not sure, See, like, for me, Jim be Harbaugh this guy or not? doesn't rub me the wrong way. Same, like, like PJ, PJ Flex. Same, exactly. I like to be completely honest. From some of his interviews, if I was that recruit in the in the room. I would personally like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, but you can, yeah, you can. Smell, you can see why people wouldn't. You can smell PJ Fleck when he comes in the door. <laughs> you look at PJ Fleck and like, how does anyone even like this guy? How did he? How did he get not just one wife but two wives? Like, how did that happen? You know I can who? see divorcing him, oh. but how did you? I can see divorcing him, but how did you get a second one? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Harbaugh. So I'm like, no, PJ no, Fleck. Harbaugh is like, I can get, I can get behind this guy if I'm a certain kind of crazy. Yeah. You know who I feel like are the are the people that enjoy or or like the type of coach that PJ Fleck is. It was like the kid in high school that was pretty good, but he was a big suck up. Oh, he was a big yeah. suck up, and I he, his I parents never like. Yeah, go one further where the parents were pretty well to do, but he always he always sucked up and was just kind of that little. He was like the he'll smile at you when all the all yeah, the he's parents a snake were in looking, the grass, but he's though. just a little dick. When yeah, <laughs> totally. That's the guy. And that you know he get like he get in like all kinds of trouble, but his parents would be like, mm, "My son will not be getting in trouble. Here's a little donation to the school." And then all of a sudden, the, yeah, I yeah, totally that's agree. That's the with you, exact Rowdy. recruit that'll play for PJ Fleck because they see each other. In oneself. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Harbaugh, who is, uh, I feel like Harbaugh's been on the hot seat for a couple of years now, but that's just the fans saying that. I don't think Michigan's ever going to do anything. Yeah. In fact, they re- they gave him a four year extension till twenty twenty five. Right. That's allowing him to bring in higher recruits, which this year they're getting better recruits, but still. Didn't I just see one of the quarterbacks point, transferred? Yeah. They've all been uh, transferring. Yeah. Joe Joe Milton. Yeah. Yeah. Milton just transferred. Yeah. So I saw that on Monday. I Tennessee. Yeah. 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 But then we had, we almost had, I think, the same discussion eh, probably a little bit almost a year ago. But remember, it was not will Jim Harbaugh have an extension? It was will Jim Harbaugh be fired? Yeah. Will he make it through the season? All of a sudden, there were were rumors of him getting an extension. And then it came to fruition. Because remember, it was, oh, we don't have money. We're the big universities with these huge slush funds, but we don't have any money. And he's eaten up all this money being the head coach at Michigan, and they can't beat Ohio State. They can't win the Big Ten East. They can't win the Big Ten. They can't make a college football playoff. But yet, they found a way. Hasn't he only beaten Michigan State once? Yeah, it's, yeah, they haven't even won the East. They've never yeah. won the East. But so, but somehow they went from we had no money with COVID and he's making a huge salary and he's not performing to sign him for five more years. <laughs> Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, big milk production increases in the month of March for Wisconsin and many other dairy-producing states. Wisconsin saw a 4% increase in March milk production this year compared to last. How are the markets reacting to the report that was out yesterday? Cody Costers with uh, Ever Ag Group out of Chicago is going to be joining us live this morning to give us his perspective. I'm Pam Youngke. 
Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So, it is Earth Day 2021. Did you realize that Wisconsin's got a very close connection with Earth Day? See, Senator Gaylord Nelson, a junior senator from Wisconsin, helped to launch the conversation back in 1969. He had witnessed a massive oil spill off the coast of Santa Barbara in California, and it got him thinking. They were watching students and anti-war protests, and Nelson thought, what if you infused energy of student anti-war protest into the environmental consciousness of society? So he started reaching out to other media. He started reaching out to college campuses. He reached out to other conservation-minded leaders in Washington, D.C., and they chose April 22nd as Earth Day. Why did they pick that? Because they wanted the student anti-war protest to be their mechanism for environmental awareness. And April 22nd happened to fall between spring break and final exams. It was the middle of the week. They figured that students would have time to participate. And boy, did they ever. Uh, Today, they are estimating that there are about a billion people that are mobilized every year for Earth Day. It involves more than 190 countries. And again, as we said, the first Earth Day started thanks to Wisconsin Senator Gaylord Nelson back in 1970. And now you know. Well, we want you to know, if you are looking for a way to celebrate Mother's Day, or now a brand new edition celebrating graduation and those graduates, look no further than the Something Special from Wisconsin program. Lois Fetterman, with the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, coordinates the Something Special from Wisconsin program. And this time around, they've focused their energies on four uniquely crafted boxes of fun for mom. And now, as of yesterday, a brand new edition that's offered for graduates. Lois told me a little bit more about how they developed those boxes of fun. So Mother's Day, we've got an offering of four different boxes. And their price point ranges from uh, $59 up to $89. And there's anywhere from 8 to 16 of our members represented in each box, just depending on the price point. But something for everyone, there's a small snack box that includes things like pretzels and uh, CJ's Premium Spice Onion Dip Mix and, honestly, cranberry, dried cranberries, Pine River pre-packed cheese spreads. Then we've got a pamper for box, which is really targeted at seriously something special just for mom with some wine glasses in there and some soaps and chocolate, a little lip balm, that type of thing. Some candy maybe in there for mom (laughs) and some lotion. And that one runs at $89. And then we have um, another one called Mother's Day Love, which basically gives her, again, some just special treats for her, including... Uh, something special from Wisconsin, stainless steel water bottle, which is really nice. And lastly, then we have Morning Madness, which is really targeted about when mom gets up on Mother's Day and make her some pancakes and put some Wisconsin maple syrup on it or jam from 
Kathy Hunter Farms by Viroqua. We've got tea from Herbal Tea and pineapple tartlets from Madame Chu and just all types of great things in those boxes. You know, that is a, that's a heck of a rundown there, Lois. Lois Fetterman along with us from the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. How in the world did you guys uh, coordinate all of these anxious something special from Wisconsin partners and uh, kind of, you know, put this concoction together in an appealing way? How long did that take? Um, it actually, uh, when you're working with great partners such as Christine and Greg Potter with um, Project Connects Marketing that Christine works with, it makes it much easier than it might seem on the surface. But we sat down and we brainstormed about the idea and what the possibilities were, and we put together a concept, which I then sent out to all of our Something Special members. There was a couple of requirements. Obviously, they had to be an active member of the Something Special from Wisconsin program to participate. And any products that they wanted us to consider for inclusion had to be shelf-stable, so we didn't have to deal with refrigeration um, when shipping and, and storing, that sort of thing. So we put out the call for people to submit products that they would be interested in, having considered for the boxes along with their price points and things, and then just sat down and went through and tried to pick a great variety representing companies all across the state, all different types of products, and... Um, that was actually the fun part because there were so many wonderful things to take a look at and to choose from. Keeps it keeps it fresh in your mind, the diversity of the Something Special from Wisconsin program. Now, for people that are not familiar, Lois, I do want to stress that uh, to carry that emblem, Something Special from Wisconsin should mean something to any shopper wherever they are. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, the Something Special from Wisconsin program was founded in 1983, and it's managed by the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and it is a membership fee-based program. You have to renew your membership annually, but the qualifications to become a member, a minimum of 50% of either your product ingredients or the manufacturing, the making of the products have to happen here in the state of Wisconsin. And that's really what it's all about. Now, you mentioned that just today, another new offering to keep the good vibe going with these customized boxes featuring something special from Wisconsin has been announced. What is this one focused in on, Lois? Um, this one is focused on the time of year. Is Besides Mother's Day, it's also graduation time. So we added one box that's just basically a great little fun snack box for all those graduates in your life. Lois Fetterman with the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. So boxes of fun designed specifically for Mother's Day and now that brand new edition for graduates. Interested? Go to somethingspecialwi.square.site and you'll find them right there. I also have that link up on our website. Quick look at markets in a moment. Farming is tough enough, as you know. Your 2021 Planted Acres report doesn't have to be. With TopCon's data management platform, TAP, you can submit your Planted Acres report right from your computer. And you don't have to have any TopCon gear in your tractors. Signing up is free. And TopCon's TAP can handle your planting data electronically from any of the major planting solutions available. Learn more at CropReporting.com. It's that easy. So the news that I watched yesterday was all about milk production. The 24 major dairy-producing states in the month of March saw milk production go up 2%. Wisconsin did better than that. 
our Wisconsin milk production went up 4%, and we did it with more cows. 2.72 billion pounds of milk produced in our borders. That's up 4% from the previous March, and uh, 1.27 million head of dairy cattle out there doing it. 3,000 more cows in Wisconsin compared to February, 7,000 more cows compared to a year ago, and every one of those cows producing about 65 pounds of milk more this March than they did last. Minnesota saw a big jump up in milk production as well by about 7.6%. Iowa milk production likewise up 2.6%. Some of the states I noticed that had milk production slip. Florida milk was down 7.3%. They also noted that Vermont milk down 4.3%. I've got all the details up at MidwestFarmReport.com. We'll talk about that more with our friend uh, Cody Coster in just a moment. In overnight trade, December corn's up three and a half at 5.40. November beans up a dime at 13.20. July wheat's up a nickel right now at 6.80 a bushel. Barrel cheese was unchanged yesterday. 40-pound black cheese dropped a half at 179 and a half. Double-A butter down a half at 179 and a quarter. May milk is down six right now at 1910. June milk closed 11 cents lower at 1919 a hundred Have they got it all out of their system, or is the market getting ready to react to those March milk production figures? Cody Coster joining us with details. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The Wisconsin Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to help you land the career you've always wanted. The Wisconsin Army National Guard provides up to 100% tuition reimbursement at any school in Wisconsin or Minnesota, access to the GI Bill, or up to eight semesters at any UW system school or technical college, even after service is complete. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard, aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. You already know that worms approve of our shredded topsoil, but did you know that seeds also love our special blend of garden mix? It's packed with nutrients that plants need to grow to their full potential. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com for delivery, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Then watch that garden grow with tons of fresh vegetables or beautiful plants and flowers. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. When someone breaks important safety rules and drives negligently, a crash is often the result. If you're caught in a crash because another driver broke the rules, it can feel unfair, and for good reason. It's not fair when you're injured through no fault of your own. It's not fair when your life is now very different. We can help. At Clifford and Rihala, after decades of helping people injured because someone else broke the rules, we know what you're going through and we're ready to stand by you. Here you'll find caring, compassionate attorneys committed to helping you recover everything you've lost. If you've been in a crash, call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation on your injury claim. We'll fight to make things right so that now you're treated fairly. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Tickled to have along with us this morning Cody Costers from the EverAg Group down in Chicago. We were already talking this morning about the substantial increase we saw in Wisconsin milk production, Minnesota milk production, Michigan milk production, Iowa milk production. Uh, 2% for the 24 major dairy producing states, 4% in Wisconsin, more than 7%. In uh, Minnesota, more than 3% in Michigan and about 2.6% in Iowa. A lot of milk, Cody. Might as well grab a lot of cookies to try to take this down. How's the market reacting to that so far? Uh, I mean, so far, yesterday when the report came out, Pam, it was kind of after the closing bell. And and we sold a little bit lower on Class 3. Class 4 was a little bit higher. But I think a big thing to watch and what people need to really remember is the the northeast um doesn't really have a whole lot of management programs right now for milk you know there was no real cut last year when COVID came out but where we are seeing that cut is still in the southwest i mean states like arizona new mexico even if you go up to oregon washington those states were down and those are the states that had i would say the biggest support of the we're going to call it the 10 percent reduction from last year the Midwest didn't really get hammered with that. And I think we're seeing that with the cow numbers growing in the Midwest. And like you had mentioned, the milk production. I mean, even in Indiana, up 10, uh, Minnesota, 7.65% higher. The Midwest is a big, booming uh, you know, entity right now. Yeah, now we just have to get it someplace. That, that could be the other catches. Where are we seeing demand? Is it cheese? Is it butter? What's fluid doing, Cody? What have you seen lately? I think there's a, there's a pretty big demand uh, for cheese and on the butter side. Um, you know, if we look at the CME, we we found that uh, two days ago the barrel price actually went over the block price for the first time, and I forget how many weeks. I, I forgot to add it up this morning. Um, but there is some demand because I think people are out there traveling. No matter what anybody tells you, there are people that are getting out there, whether they're driving, whether they're flying, they are traveling. If there are not sit-down restaurants, they are going to the drive-thrus. They're going to these McDonald's, these Taco Bells, Burger Kings. They're getting a lot of products that require that barrel cheese to be put on the food. Um, And I think with the butter side, a lot of people were seeing the rise in that compared to how many people were getting out and going to these sit-down restaurants, depending on what states were open, what capacity. You know, with COVID kind of coming back around, some of these states are getting a little bit tighter on the lockdown um but if we go i want to flip to the gdp auction that we just had on tuesday real quick sam and if we look at the numbers that came out comparable new zealand's butter price was at a price of two dollars and 54 cents a pound skim was roughly a dollar 53 and cheese came in i'm gonna say cheddar cheese about about 201 two dollars in the penny now all of those prices are a lot higher than ours are in the states here. So if people look at it on a global scale, we still have relatively cheap products as long as we can get it out on these barges and get it shipped to these people. You know, I think the GDT auction came in, I think it was up uh, plus 0.01, I believe it was. So, so we'll call it unchanged, kind of like the, the round before that. And Mr. John Spainhauer and I talked about it on our podcast on Tuesday. Um, he call, he's going to call this a, a bullish, you know, GDT auction, a, a bullish round, because people were expecting it to kind of fall quite lower. But with different countries, and he's thinking China may be one of them coming in to buy, 
keeping these prices at a constant steady is obviously better than them falling flat on their face. Yeah, and China does still seem to be the major gorilla in the room. If you take a look at their overall consumption in the past, you know, eight months or so, they're they're clicking right along, especially when it comes to the powder product. It is. And I think on the powder side, it's interesting because you, depending on who you talk to out of that country, there is either a, uh, an African swine flu or there is not. You're, you're on one side or the other. And it's hard to navigate the waters on who's being truthful and who's being not. But as much powder as, being, as they are buying and dry way, you've got to imagine they're still feeding some of these hogs that product. So, like I said, it's hard to navigate the waters. But maybe, maybe the swine flu isn't as bad as, as some were initially thinking. Well, like you said, just trying to get any information out of China can be a frustrating process. So where are you going to train your eye now going forward, Cody? What other elements are you watching now uh, to as this story kind of continues to develop? Well, I think the big thing that I want to watch and that I've been talking to guys the past couple of days are grains. I mean, you see class three fall apart a little bit and you see corn rally 10 cents. You see soybeans rally 25 cents a day. Um, and I'm talking per day now it's going to it's going to widen those margins. I mean the margins that were very thin earlier are going to become razor thin if folks are not careful. You mentioned a podcast, Cody. How tell me more about that. How can people tap into that kind of conversation when you're not here with me on the radio? So we do a podcast. We try to do it every Monday or Tuesday. Um and it's usually either myself or there are a few women from the the grains division that do it. If you go to your, however you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, and just look up Ever Ag Podcast, it will be on there. And we, we hit on what news is most relevant for that week and kind of what we are seeing in the industry and, and just kind of talking candidly like you and I are doing right now, Pam. Yeah. Now, do you think this is a time when dairy producers need to try to get some floor in with these milk prices or what do you see that way, Cody? I do. I think it's it's time to step in. We, we're up in the, the high, I'd say, 85 percentile for Class 3, um, May through August. Um, I would suggest setting the floor in milk and also looking at your feed situation. If you can get feed bought out for the next three to six months, it is definitely time to do that. I think the basis is going to get a little bit worse as we go. It's going to get a little bit wider. Um, if, if the feed is not being able to be procured, Please give us a call, and we would love to help you on the CME. Uh, these prices are, I'm looking at it right now, soybeans up 19 cents right now, mm-hmm. and corn's up six and a half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these commodities are, are rocking and rolling. Yeah, yeah. And all we need is another story out of Brazil, and it'll go again. Very much appreciated, Cody. Have a great day. Tell everybody at Everegg the farm babe said hello, okay? All right. Thank you, Pam. All right. Cody Coster along with us. He's just one of the good folks that helps us uh, try to figure and make sense out of things. He is a part of the EverAg group. And like he said, you can listen to him on Spotify or whatever platform you listen to. Just look for EverAg Podcast. And as always, if you've got more questions, just go to EverAg.com and you'll find the entire staff roster right there. Uh, All the folks that you hear on the radio with us. They are standing by ready to help you, especially if, like he said, you're trying to figure out how to work your way through the feed situation. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning, same time, same channel. This 